Ah, greetings and salutations, members of the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and of course, viewers of the Top 20. It is September 7th. We made it. To be completely ridiculous, everybody just remember to wake up Billy Joe when this month ends. Yes. Joke was barely funny the first time. First time, the last time, for the last time, for the first time. Lone Star, yeah! Lone Star, your host. The Hard Rock Lunchbox. Um, I am woefully underslept. I know that will come as no surprise or shock to regular viewers of the top 20, but yep, here we are, just super exhausted, having a lot of trouble dealing with the intense heat here in the Northeast. I don't mean to start the show with weather discussions because. I'm not some psychopath, but if you are in the Northeast, you may have noticed people just melting beside you as you go outside, and uh, I have decided to pick this time of year to actually just start walking more. It seems really stupid, or seems really silly, or maybe it doesn't seem any of those things, but it seems silly to me because like, this is the thing where I'm just going to try this for a little while, and by try this, I mean go out and walk, use my God-given legs and feet and just walk around. I'm doing it for a multitude of reasons, but not the least of which is that it's just something I can do. Um, I have been, um, I've been doing this for about three weeks now, four weeks, my own four weeks, might be three weeks. Uh, and I just sort of made like, um, um, accountability, blah, uh, with my day to day, uh, my weekly, uh, life coaching therapist sort of guy uh, that I would just do it that first week because I wanted to do just a simple experiment to see um, how to, to basically to see how I could manage this so I have a lot of things working against me I know shocker I have a lot of things working against me including very poor time management skills I'm having a lot of trouble with my uh, newer job uh, in terms of scheduling uh, there's lots of reasons for that uh, I could make it interesting, but it'd be way too much work, so I'll just leave it as, just trust me. Uh, also, um, my health is just seriously, seriously failing lately, and it's a function of um, inability to be active, as active as I used to be or want to be, uh, and also just sleep and all the medical stuff I've been going through, none of which is like health-related in a way like, oh, your advanced age. It's not that. It's just been a, been a bunch of things kind of coming at the same time, which sucks, but it makes it very difficult to do anything. So I decided that since I wasn't able to get really back to the gym... By the way, I'm looking at the temperature right here on the computer. It says it's 94 degrees outside. Dude, it is September, bruh. <laughs> yeah, te technically it's still summer, but we're really at the end of summer here. Man. We really should be cruising into the 80s, but it's 94, and I'm going to... I'm going to hit the street, the streets in a little while and get out and walk. But anyway, so um, so I've basically decided that I'm not going to try and go back to the gym until we get closer to the winter for a couple of reasons. And these all might sound terribly stupid, but but they're important to me. Or they they're, maybe they're not even important to me as much as they are just the reasons that I'm dealing with, right? So uh, I have this window of time where I can go to the gym, right? Like, that that's it. I really can't go too late in the day. I can't go super early in the morning. Because there's just there's way too many people there, and I, I I honestly don't know what's happening with me mentally, but I'm having a lot more anxiety problems than I used to. It's probably a function of 
uh, lack of sleep and maybe even weight and probably just where I am and what I'm dealing with in my life. But, like, I don't want to go back on meds. I mean, I'll take them if I need to, if it becomes that serious. But, like, I really just don't want to go back on them. They cause way too many problems. Uh, and they've done irreparable damage to me, in my opinion. So I don't want to go back on them if I can help it. But I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety issues. So I'm trying to go to the gym. I was trying to go to the gym when there weren't a lot of people. Now, what I was really digging is I had decided that I wasn't going to do free weights or like even the machines anymore. I was going to work strictly on cardio and like stair stepping and stuff, although that's technically cardio. I had a very specific reason for doing that. I was doing really, really well for a while, but then what happened is my schedule sort of just shifted and I could not figure out a reliable time when I could go. Some Sometime when I was awake enough to do it, sometime when I knew the gym wouldn't be slamming crowded and, you know, something I could just go do. And that's actually what led me to the walking because you can kind of walk anywhere. And so I basically just walk out my front door and the trick for me, and I don't know, I'm, t- I'm telling you this because I don't know if this would help anybody else, but the trick for me and the key to my success so far is I literally just make the decision like, okay, I'm going to go now. Like I finish like a spot at work. I'll take my lunch break. I'm going to go now. I have my walking shoes like literally five feet from where I sit for work. Um, I can change clothes if I want. I can just wear whatever I want, whatever I have eat too. But the, the point of it is I make a decision. I'm like, I'm going to go now. And I put my shoes on and I grab my phone and my earbuds and my key and I'm out the door. I'm, I can do this in about two and a half minutes. And that seems to be a good amount of time to keep me and my brain from like coming up with a reason to sabotage what I'm doing. It also seems to keep, uh, like, it's not enough advance notice to let the world get in the way either. Very few phone calls can come in in a two and a half minute period. Uh, nobody actually wants anything from me in that general amount of time. And the other secret is I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to get in the car and do anything like that. I also don't have to bring water like I would have to for the gym. Like, I drink enough water. Like, I'll go out, and if I'm just dying for water, I will just come back. Also, like, I have my phone with me. If I have to Apple Pay a dollar of water, like, I can do that. Like, I can survive out in the rough streets of South Huntington, New York. Like, that's not really a problem. But the simple fact that I just walk outside, and I haven't even decided where I'm going to go yet or what I'm going to listen to yet, like, that's all part of the journey. And honestly, that takes up a good amount of time. If you're looking for a way to kill time while you're basically just walking around, try and figure out where you're walking to while you're walking there. And then that's always a, that's always a good sign. I mean, the only real decision I have to make is I go straight out of my door. Do I make a right or a left? And then I have an intersection right there, and I can go straight or I can go left. Like, it's a series of decisions I can make kind of right then. And honestly, it's so cool because when you're walking somewhere, you can actually just stop and turn around. Considering I'm not trying to go anywhere at any particular time at any particular speed, I'm just looking to walk for, say, 40 to 60 minutes. Uh, I've crossed the two-mile mark, which was a goal for me, so thank you very much. Uh, That seems to be about, like, what I'm walking now, and my next goal is to walk for just about an hour. I want to see if I can just walk for an hour a day, five times a week, and just sort of see what that does. Now, the reason... That is also important. The reason that I'm also trying to do this is not only is walking just good for you, like it just is because it moves your body around, moves your organs around. Like you're not really supposed to jog or run after a certain age, especially if you're a certain body type. It's really horrendous for your knees. Ask anybody that's had knee replacement surgery after the age of 40. Uh, But it's a good thing to just sort of do because it's one of the few things that you are truly, truly made to do. Humans were made to walk, especially us type O's. And if you want to know why that is, that's a whole other show. 
but we were made to walk. So it's a really good thing to go out and do. For me, and the reason it's been so important is because I'm able to sort of, um, I have this like well of stuff that I need to listen to or work on or whatever. And I can opt to do any of those things uh, when I walk. For example, I've been listening to Theo Vaughn's podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's like almost a three-hour interview. It is taking me for absolutely ever to get through this thing, which is great because it's just building up other stuff that I have to listen to. I've been working on a new song. I've been listening to that a lot lately. Yesterday, I was out for a walk for about 40 minutes, and I was picking all the music that I was going to play today. And by the way, I have a ton of stuff to play today, so it's going to be a good music day for everybody, I think. I've got some new, I've got some old, I've got some, you know, interesting stuff. So uh, that's going to be good. Um, but it's also a big, giant kind of F you to everything going on in my existence, because when you just walk out of your house, and I guess I should have known this from watching Forrest Gump as many times as I do, when you just walk out of your house and just start walking, like, that's it, man. Not only does nobody else know where you are, you don't even know where you are, generally speaking, because you're heading somewhere and you kind of haven't decided. Like, and sometimes I'll just walk the park, like I did four laps around my park the other day. But, you know, then yesterday I walked all the way around 110, came up, like, behind Uncle Giuseppe's and, like, White Post Farm and stuff like that. Like, took a huge adventure. I was super surprised to see how little time that actually took. Um, but, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's like, I found a new neighborhood last week. Like, I discovered it, like Magellan. Like, I discovered a new neighborhood uh, that doesn't even have a road. Like, I got to it from Route 110, um, but it doesn't even have, like, a road associated. It's just a sidewalk, which is, like, hella sketch. So when I get up to that hour, I'm going to, like, go deeper in there. I might just bring, like, a Spanish flag and claim it, like Cortez did, and we'll just sort of see how, and, like, who cares about the natives? Like, I do, what am I going to see, like, a bunch of Aztecs? Like, get, the, get out of here. Come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't stand a chance against Aztecs. They have a lot of cocaine. I think those are the Aztecs. Maybe not. Whoever whoever was in Peru. I'm, Aztecs were in Mexico, right? Is that true? The Incas. The Incas in Peru. I wouldn't stand a chance against I would hang out with the Incas a lot. That's neither here nor there. Also, if anybody knows any Incas, please give them my number. That'd be, that'd be cool. But anyway, so that's what I'm up to. Um... I have no idea how that started. I do have some stuff to talk about. There's a brand new uh, Top 20 out today. Uh, it's the You Should Eat Paint episode. And by You Should Eat Paint, I do not mean you. I mean, if you're stupid enough to eat paint, go ahead and eat it. Like, it's the whole uh, Chris Porter bit where he talked about, like, let's start taking warning labels off of stuff, right? There's too many people. There's way too many people. And, and, and we need to start easing off some of the resources that we're spending on all these people. Like, I'm just so tired of just arguing with people that are just too stupid to understand what the argument is. And I'm pretty patient, and I'm pretty kind with stuff, but, you know, when people that are, like, definitely staring down a D-plus or better in high school are just arguing with me about stuff that they know for sure, it's like, come on, man. It doesn't even pass the common sense test. And the fact that I continue to learn and continue to want to learn honestly makes me a better person than most of the people that I discuss things with. I had somebody shut me down the other day just flat out and be like, listen, I don't agree with stuff you believe and I don't agree with stuff you say, so like, I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, dude, that is easily the stupidest and most continuing to be stupid approach you can take. If you only want to hear stuff that affirms what you believe, go to church, dude, because that's what that's for. That's faith, that's religion. It's also nonsense and lies. 
So stop doing that and stop engaging in conversation if you don't want to actually learn anything. Like, you are not advancing society if you're only interested in hearing what you want to hear. Like, we don't need more narcissists in this world. Believe me, we don't. And as much as it sounds narcissistic what I'm saying, it's not. This is socialistic, and I believe in, in, in making society better. And if you're not adding to it, then just leave it, man. Just step out and just get out of the way of everybody that wants to make things better. And that's honestly what you could we totally, totally do for us. And I would very much appreciate that. Um, uh, anyway, there's a new episode out. Uh, there's a full interview with uh, Bacon is My Podcast. That's new stuff. Discussions of drinks I did not get a chance to listen to. I might listen to it on my afternoon walk if I'm done working on the new material that I'm working on. I'll probably do because uh, I do want to hear about uh, the offspring and uh, Mike's drive through woes because, like, who doesn't want to hear about that stuff? But the thing I wanted to talk about today, and I've actually been, like, chomping at the bit to talk about, very rarely if I had something that I've wanted to talk to you about on a Thursday that, that came my way on a Saturday. Like, I've been wanting to do this all week. Um, so... And this step, this is exactly what I was talking about in terms of my willingness to, to hear and to learn and to read and to investigate and, you know, hear other people's takes on things. Uh, one of the news sources, and I do mean news, like I'm not even quoting it, one of the news sources that I rely on pretty heavily, uh, and, and I, don't, I don't subscribe to a channel. Like, I'm not like, I only watch M MSNBC. That's not true. I listen to Rachel Maddow. She's a goddamn Rhodes Scholar. Honestly, everybody should listen to Rachel Maddow. And I've already gone through how she handles when she has to issue retractions. And I find that to be the most incredible part of her news delivery, which I love. So I will listen to her and everything she has to say all the time. And if you notice, most of the uh, crap she catches from the right is that she doesn't talk about certain things. It's like, yo, she's on like once a week, maybe twice. She doesn't have to talk about your thing. Like, just... You have people that talk about your thing. She talks about things that are important to her, much like this show. Like, I'm not covering a lot of flat earth information, aside from the fact that it's not true, but also because it's my show and I get to choose what I want to talk about. So one of the other sources of information that I like and have reconnected with recently is the Young Turks. And if you don't know who the Young Turks are, I suggest you check them out. There's enough uh, video stuff that you can see clips and stuff on YouTube without having to pay for it. It is a news organization, and it's not... It's not quite a Patreon sort of situation, but you can pay to join them and, and get that information. And if I had any money, like any money whatsoever left over from my just basic existence, I would probably throw money at this. I'd throw money at this. I'd throw money at Johnny Harris. I would definitely throw money at all the art stuff that I watch because that stuff is dope. But anyway, so this past weekend, I found something on uh, the Young Turks that I thought was very interesting. Oh, and one thing about them that I really like, especially when it's Anna and Chank and they're hosting this, the, the show... They aren't on any particular side. They tend to lean more liberal than anything else because socially liberal is kind of like the, the bent of your more intelligent people. And I don't mean to slam or offend anybody by that, but when you're socially liberal, what you're believing in is stuff like gay rights, marriage equality, maybe pay equity, that kind of stuff. Anything that an advanced civilization would kind of go for, that's that's socially liberal. That's where I fall. And as conservative as I can be financially and fiscally, socially, I just, I can never get around that stuff. I believe in unions. I believe in gay rights. I believe in, you know, uh, all, the, all, the, all that stuff that I just said. You know, women's rights and stuff. 
you know, I mean, I'd rather, I, 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 would, I would prefer women not talk so much, but they should have rights. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Tim Jeffries has a great joke. He's like, you know how it is with women. I don't want them in my house. Like, you've not checked out Tim Jeffries. You, you're doing yourself a disservice. So anyway, so the Young Turks this weekend, what I like about them is that as, as much as they lean socially liberal, they really are only interested in like accuracy of news reporting. And they bash both sides so hard. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's what I really like about it because... You just don't see people doing that. You see people on one team, and they're just like, blah, 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 like this. Even Rachel Maddow, like, she'll bash the Biden administration. Bash is the wrong word. She will she'll point out when the Biden administration is doing something wrong, or they're lying about something, or whatever, which I do appreciate that. <coughs> Excuse me while I die. Um, if that doesn't make a bumper, I don't know what will. Um... But she'll point it out. But the Young Turks actually will bash both sides. And Cenk is the best at it. Although although Anna had the greatest thing because one of Trump's lawyers was apparently, like, complaining that uh, Trump and MAGA Inc. wasn't paying for her legal defenses for what's going down in Georgia. And she looked right into the camera and she was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Which I thought was just so funny. Like, he's notorious for not paying his bills. Whatever you think about him as president, like anybody in New York and New Jersey knows for a fact the man does not pay his bills. Like, contractors in New Jersey that were building those casinos, to date, still haven't gotten paid. And he ended up bankrupting, bank, bankrupting a casino, which I thought was impossible, especially since everything favors the house. But he's notorious for not paying his bills. He doesn't pay his lawyers. Like, this is all knowable. You can just read it, but she was like, I don't understand why he's not paying my legal fees. It's like, he's not even paying your bills. Why would he pay legal bills? But anyway, so I do stuff like that. So this is what happened. So so this is where I find it interesting because I will just believe the narrative, right? Like, whatever the narrative is. And here's how it goes down that really, really messes me up. So, and I have a whole article, which I may or may not cite about it out of Politico, which is which is good. So here's the thing. For years, for years, uh, Republicans, especially the far right Trumpy, Trumpy ones, have been talking about how uh, you know America has you know lost energy independence because we're not we're not drilling for enough oil, right? Republicans have been saying that forever. Republicans on Facebook have been saying this forever. Like this is why gas prices are so high because Biden doesn't you know doesn't drill and his green initiatives are stupid and they're not working and all that other stuff. And the Biden administration isn't saying anything to the contrary. In fact, the Biden administration uh, is not even holding, like, it's canceling a lot of drilling, um, what's the word, rights? Is that the right is that the right word? Drilling rights for stuff like in Alaska that they give that they gave during the Trump administration. Now these licenses and rights do not mean there's wells there. There aren't. It's just drilling rights, so they own it. So Trump was giving away stuff in Yosemite National Park and in a lot of that. Can't remember the name of it, but that's the world's largest park that's in Alaska, right? Uh, or it's our large. I think it's our largest park in America is in Alaska. So the problem with drilling for oil in any of these places is anybody that's ever been alive, there's oil spills all the time. Like, and it's not even like it's so bad. Like, oh my God, you guys are you guys suck at it. It's just a dirty job. Like, you're just you know when you're fracking or you're bringing up oil from the ground, like you have oil spills. Like, just just you. 
Now, it wouldn't matter if we had, like, water spills. Like, that's great. Everybody can benefit from that. But these are oil spills, and oil spills are notoriously dangerous to clean up, and they kill wildlife in these wildlife reserves, which is why people are opposed to opening up federal protected lands for drilling, right? That's why. That's the only reason. And my argument to everybody else, it's like, if you're so gung-ho for this, open up your front goddamn yard to drilling, and we'll see how your kids like playing in that. Like, go ahead. Do that. Put your money where your mouth is. But don't, like, take these pristine places on Earth that we're barely holding on to. Could you imagine what it would be like to do it in, like, the Pine Barrens and in, 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 in um, on the east end of Long Island? Dude, it's beautiful there. You want to drill for oil, like, on Fire Island? You think that's going to be cool? You think that's going to be clean? Of course not, right? So it's a stupid argument. But so Biden has been doing that. He has been canceling. But he's been um, he's been allowing more and more drilling and licenses, which has been not something he was supposed to do. And people on the left are mad. It doesn't cross over into a major concern for me until we get into the, the nationally protected forest, because that's I feel like that's all of our stuff, and we should keep those. But it has been pissing off progressives. But here's the best. So I just said that Republicans have been slamming him, uh, been slamming him for a long time, actually, about gas prices. In fact, this is from the political article. Uh, it says, in one campaign ad, former Vice President Mike Pence pretends to fill his pickup truck. It's hysterical, right, because he's not doing it. But he pretends to fill his pickup truck and blames Biden's energy policy for, quote, causing real hardship for Americans, while ex-South Governor... Um, Governor Nikki Haley has vowed to bring oil production back to the United States. And Senator Tim Scott, the Republican from South Carolina, is also running for president, railed last month at the Biden administration, which he asserted, quote, has shut down energy production in America. Quote, why won't this president tap into our abundant energy sources here at home and bring down prices at the pump? Here's the thing. It goes on to say right here. In fact, in fact, though, oil production from federal lands and waters has risen on Biden's watch, reaching past 3 million barrels per day last year. The high mark during President Donald Trump's term was 2.75 million barrels a day. So I want you to hear exactly what that is, right? Under the Biden administration, the, the United States of America is producing more barrels per day than they ever did under the Trump administration. Uh, and... Um, as glo- uh, where is it? U.S. oil production is forecast to average an all-time high of 12.8 million barrels a day this year, and keep growing to 13.1 million in 2024. We have the highest level of oil production that we have ever had. We're also one of the leaders in the world of oil production, but the Republicans keep slamming Biden, the Biden administration, saying falsely that we are not producing more oil, that we're producing less oil than we did under Trump. That's a lie. They know it's a lie, and they keep doing it anyway, right? So let's be very clear. The Republicans are lying to you. They know they're lying to you, and they're doing it on purpose and going to continue to do it because it's a talking point. That's fine. That I totally expect. Politicians lie, especially Republicans. But here's the bitch of it. And this was the real kicker for me. Because Biden ran on reducing our dependence on fossil fuel, he said that he was going to cancel licenses and restrict licenses for new drilling. He's partially done that. 
But he also said he would restrict production on fossil fuels and stuff because we're trying to bring down greenhouse gases. We're trying to do this green initiative. We want less oil in the system, therefore less carbon dioxide and methane in the air. We want that. He ran on that. He's not contradicting anybody on the Republican on the Republican side because he doesn't want to admit he didn't do what he promised to do in his campaign. These dudes are lying to serve themselves constantly. Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. They lie to serve their own purposes. And I get that. But dude, and Jesus Christ, Knock it off. This is knowable stuff that you can just look up. And I even sent this to a couple of people, a couple of my Republican friends, and I said, you should check this out because you can go on the Department of Energy site and verify that this is actually true. And both of them were like, I can't really believe this. Like, this is complete nonsense. And it's so funny because, like, I know that Republicans would be lying about that, but I didn't know they were lying about it because nobody in the Biden administration bothers to correct them because it makes them look bad because they basically broke a campaign promise. And honestly, if you want to line up all the presidents that have broken a campaign promise, you might as well dig them all up, because every single one of them has done it. It's not a reason to let people not have factual information. And for Christ's sake, call these liars out for lying. And yes, you could argue that it's just as bad to lie by omission and not correct them, because it is. But honestly, like these guys are knowingly and publicly and continually lying about something that they know to be false. And that is who is running for president on the right. I mean, Jesus Christ. And nobody feels like standing up for anybody. Like any of the facts, any of the truth, except God bless them, people in Politico, people in Young Turks, and your incredibly overtired host of the Hard Rock Lunchbox, who's just doing his goddamn best. And has gone over by seven minutes. So here's some music. Whether or not you think you deserve it, I think you deserve it. And since I'm not a Republican, I'm probably telling the truth.